Hello, my friends. Dr. Janester Wilson-King is back today to tell you the truthful difficulties you may encounter while using medical cannabis as a patient. But then she's going to change your future by telling you how to completely avoid Alzheimer's. And then Dr. Wilson-King will give you the what-what on how to be proactive in your own health care. Don't miss the fascinating conclusion of our incredibly important two-part series right after the intro. Welcome to Season 4 of the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not, and what it does. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval, yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work, and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The specific scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall because I'm not a doctor nor did I go to medical school but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses from doctors and scientists and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists over the past few years and slowly began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. It's hard being a real medical marijuana patient. uh, It really is because it's... In this climate. First of all, exactly. There's such a... If you go into a dispensary without doing your homework, without being prepared, you will be overwhelmed immediately and either walk out with $1,000 worth of products that you have no idea how to use or you'll walk out empty-handed because you just just too much so you disgusting. couldn't make a decision. Couldn't. So you have to do your homework. That's the first thing about mm-hmm. cannabis. You have to do your homework. You have to read about it. You have to ask if you have to ask questions of the physician who's doing your recommendation. Yeah. And 
and it still may take time before you're ready to to actually go to a dispensary or go online and browse the websites yeah. of the the uh, licensees and see what products are there and and then talk to your doctor about them. Most yeah. of the I would I would hope many of the physicians' offices who are recommending cannabis have people that counsel. Um, sit down and educate you about cannabis, even if the doctor doesn't. No, that's not happening. Mm -mm, Sorry. hate to burst that little bubble, but nope. It's in and out. Herd them in, get them out. Uh, They might tell you sativa and indica, and they might tell you THC and CBD, and that's about all you get for your $100 for your uh, ability to go buy your state card so that you can go into a dispensary. It's disheartening, but since we're talking about those, uh, those guys, what, you know, uh, how long do you think the transition from cannabis naivete to well-informed, uh, is going to take overall for doctors? Because we still have to go to a pot doctor, not to be confused with a cannabis expert doctor, you know, uh, and, and my audience hears me talk about this all the time. There's a big difference. Um, and so how long is it going to be before just, you know, my GP gets the message and, and bones up on cannabis? How long is that going to take, do you think? <laughs> Ten years? I have no idea, but I'll tell you this. The more that patients ask their doctors about cannabis, that will push the doctor eventually to learn about it. Let me just say this, when, when you were saying doctors don't counsel the patients when they're giving them their cannabis recommendations, the doctors I know that do it are doing it. They really I are. That. Um, and I can, I'm more than happy to give you names in different parts of the state of good doctors who are, um, who are doing it correctly and making sure patients are informed. There really are plenty that are doing it. You know, but- let me say right here. Yes, I agree with you completely. And my audience knows about those Dr. Mazo, Dr. Yeah. An- Anthony Mazo here in town, who I absolutely adore. And he was the first cannabis doctor here in Melbourne. Uh, and he's a neurologist, Dr. Barry Gordon down in, uh, um, oh, where is he? Uh, Venice, uh, is he the- Venice, Venice beach, Venice beach. Uh, is yeah. It, is it, is it Venice? Isn't where beach? it is? Venice. <laughs> Sarasota, Venice. Yeah. yeah. He's- Excellent. Excellent. He's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And so, uh, you know, and we know, we do know of a lot of other doctors that I talk about who are around here, but they are very different than, than uh, some of these fly by night uh, guys who are just making money on it. But I'm so glad you, you, I want to leave everybody with a hopeful idea that, that the experts are easy to find, especially if you go to cannabisclinicians.org. Isn't that right? Yes. I talk yes. about the Society of Cannabis Clinicians all the time, and uh, they are always in my footnotes. And so um, you have been the vice president for that uh, esteemed organization for some time now. Uh, what do you see ago. happening in the next uh few years globally with cannabis oh it's gonna it's gonna blow up even more than than it is what i'm seeing now is there are more and more companies that are 
interested in educating people about cannabis. So you're going to see more and more educational opportunities. Mm, and cannabisclinicians.org is, uh, has a really nice educational system. And it's really, it's for doctors and lay people. They can take, the, the courses are affordable. And it's true. they will give you information on cannabis and pain, cannabis and GYN conditions, cannabis and autumn, cannabis and Dr. Bonnie diseases, Goldstein, right. Dr. Gon- Bonnie Goldstein with yep. epilepsy. Dr. Um, Pat Fry. A, mm-hmm. Yes, there are lots of, um, lots of modules, educational modules. And mm-hmm. we are, and like I said, they are affordable. They are being kept up to date. We have a pharmaceutical package that we also uh, have available, which pharmacists can take courses to learn about cannabis from the pharmacy perspective. Pharmacists are getting more and more interested. And in some states, pharmacists are required to be in the dispensaries. Oh, that's up in Boston, isn't it? Up in Massachusetts, I mean, with Dr. Alan Al. Yes, and in New York, they're also required to be there. In Arizona, they're required to be in the dispensary. Some of their, there's some states that have pharmacists as a part of the cannabis industry in that state. I so just think that's a brilliant that's a idea. Thing. Yeah, that's a it great really thing. is. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot of growth. I think eventually cannabis will have adult use across the the country mm-hmm. um, so that those people who are experienced and don't necessarily need to see a physician just to get cannabis can get it. But you know, the, the patients who have complex problems or who, or who are not sure how to use cannabis to help their problem will still need to see physicians. And what happened, what will happen is physicians will end up seeing more and more complicated patients. And that's great because those are the patients we can truly help yeah. uh, through the system with cannabis. Cannabis is such a, it's a polymolecular medicine. We're used to, and I'll, I'll, let me explain that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pharmaceuticals, your, your pills that you get for your blood pressure and your, your uh, indigestion and your mm-hmm. sleep. And what, Thyroid, they are, all that. Right. They are single molecule drugs, meaning there's one thing there and that one thing, when you ingest it into your body, does the one thing. Targets one and thing. Tar- yeah, right. Targets one aspect. Whereas cannabis has multi molecules. It has several different molecules that can target several different different targets or several several different areas and that's why cannabis can help so many different conditions you have cannabis is able to uh, affect the change in the serotonin receptors the recept uh, there's several receptors of pain there's several physiologic processes for everything in the body and cannabis can affect receptors in all of those and that's why cannabis can help so many things but it is more difficult to use it if you're unaware of that and yeah. where you're used to say with a medication if your blood pressure isn't lowering well we will increase the dose and do that well that's not something you you should do with cannabis right 
unless it's under the direction of a physician because less is more with cannabis. And sometimes the higher the dose, then you end up getting a different effect. Biphasic. Bi- that's what we call a biphasic effect with cannabis. A lower dose gives you one effect, a higher dose gives you another. So mm-hmm. we don't just always say, okay, let's take more and more and more. This is great, let's do it more. No, that doesn't work with cannabis. Yeah. So there's, there's certain nuances that you would need to know and, and that uh, can be helped. You can be helped and guided. And it's different for everybody. And it's different for everyone. That's exactly right. Yeah. No there two people are... can take the same thing and expect the same thing. No. And it's actually, not like an aspirin to fix a headache. Exactly. And, and uh, cannabis plants differ. There's all sorts right. of chemovars of cannabis, meaning different chemical varieties. Chemovar is short for chemical variety. Um, so there are many different chemovars and sometimes changing a chemovar is what you have to do. to find what works for you or the delivery system, right? Or the delivery system. I tell my patients, don't just find one medicine at one dispensary and think that's the end all be all. You need to find different medicines at different dispensaries because one dispensary may not have your product in there may may you've got to cultivate the medicine and process it and whatnot and all that can make it different. So you need to find different things that help you, different chemovars that help you. And it's a a trial and error process. So you buy small amounts so that you can sample and and make and see what helps you. And journal. Without. And of course, journal. There's so many products and so many different ways you can take them. You write down the product and you look at the certificate of analysis of the product. That's right and see what is in the product because then you can write that down and if that product works for you oh this is great then you know what's in it so you can go anywhere in the country that has a cannabis any state in the country that has a cannabis program and find that combination of items for you so you can get your medicine from anywhere because every most of the estates have programs such that there has to be a certificate of analysis so you can just look at those and find what you want what works for you what do you think about cannabis insurance oh my goodness oh me too that's that would be fantastic (laughs) that would be fantastic you know speak of that the state of new york insurance companies have to pay for the office visit to see the physician even if it's a cannabis recommendation, because oh. if the patient is going there for their condition, the, the insurance company has no right to say, well, if you're getting cannabis, we're not going to pay for that visit. Uh-uh. It's an office visit to see well. a doctor about a condition. So the, that, that's one of the really good things that, uh, that is. Governor Cuomo, that was his part of his, uh, one of his edicts. Instituted in the New York uh, with the New York Cannabis Program, and oh. they do pay for the physician visit. Now there are also some states in which workers' comp covers the cost of cannabis. Wow. Yes. So there are some places where there's some progress. It's not widespread yet, but in the future, I think it will be. Um, 
certainly when it becomes federally legal, mm -hmm. that will open the gates wide open so that you can do banking, you can do insurance. You, there's a lot of things that can happen if, it, if and when, when it becomes federally legal. Mm -hmm. It's going to, I don't know the timing of this, but it's going to eventually. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really uh, anxious about recreation coming into Florida just for all of the elders. And, you know, I'm, I'm just nervous for them that they're going to want to not have to do the double back somersaults to go yeah. through the medical process. And they'll just, you know, well, let me just try it on my own and see what it's all about. And I, I worry about those people, but um, yeah, I'm so I, glad I that too. we've got great doctors here in Florida who can, uh, you know, be right at your fingertips with tele, telemedicine is over now, but maybe we'll go back to it someday. Yeah, that worked so well. Oh, that man, that really worked so worked well. well. Sure did. I, you know, I can understand if they don't want you to do it for the initial visit. Okay. Uh, I mean, we can see the person, we can see the driver's license. Right. So we can match that. So yeah, it can be done for the initial visit. But if they, for the recertifications, there's certainly no reason that they should have to come into the office it really, really would be helpful. Some, some patients, it's really a, a, a stressful event to go to the office because they're, yes. they're already debilitated. Yes. And you, you, you want them to make the trek. I had a, um, a patient who had cancer and her husband would bring her in and uh, it was a chore. It really was a lot because yeah. she had become so weakened. It was very difficult for her mm -hmm. to come into the office. So the last, the first couple of times they came into the office. So after that, I said, no, don't, don't let's not do this. I'll come to you. Oh. So I did a home visit oh. with them um, instead of having him, you know, having the husband strain and, and bring her in. And uh, yeah, they were so grateful. It was so much easier. Oh my so, goodness! Um, yeah, we can we can do things like that, but not everybody not everybody can do that. Yeah. I can, I'm in a situation in which I can do it, um, but not everybody can do that. Especially mm. if you're seeing thirty patients or twenty patients a day, mm -mm. you don't have time to do. No, of course calls. not. So, wow. yeah, the 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 telemedicine for cannabis. Was is really really helpful. I, mm -hmm. I, it really is, and I'm sorry that 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 ended in August of 2021. Is uh, anybody so trying to get it back? Well, you know, the wonderful state of Florida has a <laughs> a. <laughs> sorry to uh, smirk. <laughs> a physician group that is fighting for a better program. my friends. I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust. Dr. Anthony Mazzo, a highly rated specialist who is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals. 
when he knows that gentle cannabis plant therapy will likely give needed relief. Now, I know this to be true because I had to see him for my old lady neuropathy issues. He did not prescribe the usual synthetic stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. Thank you, Dr. Mazo. We think every doctor in America should have your knowledge in their little black bag. See his clinic details in my show notes. Dr. Anthony Mazo in Melbourne, Florida at the Brevard Neuro Center on NASA Boulevard. We need to find a way so that people who are using cannabis, not saying they can medic, they should medicate at work and things like that, but people who are cannabis, medical cannabis users can still work. Right. Um, and be protected at work. Yes. Um, and, and granted, there are certain rules that they will need to abide by. They do not medicate while at work and, and do not come to work impaired or intoxicated. Of course, just like you do alcohol, you don't want people to have drinks and then come into uh, work and be intoxicated on alcohol. So, well, intoxication is not medication, is not medicating. Exactly, exactly. And, and medical cannabis is, is medical. Yeah. And there have been studies that have shown that the workplace is not any less safe if people who are on medical cannabis are allowed to continue on medical cannabis. Sure, I know there are some places where you're operating heavy equipment or dangerous equipment and whatnot, and, and, and people have to be a, a certain level of alertness and whatnot. You can be that and, and, and use medical cannabis. And at some points, cannabis provides clarity and focus. You know, if you use it correctly, if you use the correct combination and alchemy of cannabis and all of its uh, terpenes and flavonoids, it provides focus for you. So there's, it, it's such a complicated plant and there's so much to learn about it. And we're just getting started in science discovery and ain't it fascinating? <laughs> it is. It really is. It really is. Would you tell our audience, please, how we can get in touch with you and um, and where we can see you online? Because I know that you're providing a lot of wonderful resources for us in a couple of places. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, my website is Victory Rejuvenation Center. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, rejuvenationcenter.com. And you can get in touch with me through the website. I have an email that only comes to me. I'm the only one that reads it. And it's Dr. Wilson King at drwilsonking.com. That's D as in David, R as in Rose, Wilson King at D as in David, R as in Rose, wilsonking.com. That's another way to reach me. I have posts on LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And and you often I am have that in the process. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say you've got that wonderful uh, 
initi- initiation sort of uh, 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 session yes, 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 on a monthly yes. basis for your new patients? Yes, I've been to that a couple of times. It's wonderful. Yes, I, I do that. I uh, That was going to be my la- last. I was going to talk about the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating a YouTube library now. Oh, you videos. are? For people, yes. I've got several of them completed. They're in the process of being all that they have to do to them. Um, and I do, I have a monthly webinar. It's the third Thursday of each month. It's free. If you go to my website, you can sign up so you can join it. And it's uh, for an hour. And uh, it's open to any and everybody. And you can ask questions. I will do a talk if nobody has any questions, but I'm there primarily to answer your questions uh, about if you have questions about hormones, about cannabis, or anything else that you think I can answer. Girly Um, girls, this is the place to hang out for all of those questions with Dr. Wilson King, because I'm, I'm not kidding you. The, the, uh, maze, the medical maze, uh, the medical mystery maze that we have to endure growing up and getting old is just uh, overwhelming. And when you can find a doctor like Dr. Chinester Wilson King, who will explain what's happening to you during whatever process or time period you're going through and hold your hand during the process, you have found a jewel and I have found a jewel, and I'm telling you about her now. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But, you know, one of the things I wanted to say about the phases, and this is what I go into on the, on the webinar, mm-hmm. women have lots of hormonal phases. And mm. the phase that is the most impactful are the years that, in which we call you're in perimenopause. That's usually... Like I said, your hormones start to decline in the mid to late 30s, but in the 40s, that whole decade is your, your, your hormones are fluctuating wildly, and that's when you'll have these symptoms, but what women end up doing is they go to their primary care and they get put on antacids and sleep meds and yeah. even, even um, women complain of weight gain, so they... They put them on weight loss medication right. and all sorts of things. And, and it's really, if you're in your 40s and you've got some issues, you need to check your hormones out first. The, if it's weight gain, um, compromised immune system, wrinkling and thinning of the skin, depression, stress is seem, seeming to weigh you down more often. Cognitive decline is like your memory. You can't remember. You go to one from one room to the next and you can't remember why you went into that room. I mean, yes, we all have that periodically because everybody functions on stress. But if it starts happening a little bit more often so that you're noticing it, that's a sign of a hormone problem. Potentially, of course, it could be a sign of other things. But you want to let's start with the simplest thing and that the easiest thing to attack first is let's look at my hormones and see what's happening because the forties, the decade of the forties is the most tumultuous time in a woman's life. It's also the time when most women commit suicide. Oh my God. In the forties. Poor dings. Because their hormones are just really Out out of whack. 
<gasps> and it causes the patient to feel depressed, oh. stressed, yeah. overwhelmed, yeah. fatigued. They can't sleep. Mm -hmm. They're gaining weight. They don't have any interest in sex. It's, it's a time of tremendous change. And some women react to it that way. And it's, it's very, very sad. It surely is. It, because the, the hormones could have been addressed. It's not a difficult thing to do. Wow. And yet I have to find a specialty doctor to get it done. But here you are. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to complain. Yes. Um, Lots um, of docs just don't have time to spend with women and, and discuss their hormones. That's really what it is. And, this is and, and it also is. they don't, yeah. And they it also, you know, it does take um, some training as an OBGYN. I've dealt with women forever right. and uh, their hormones and all of the other conditions that are unique to women. We need to embrace our hormones and know that our hormones are here to help us. Our hormones are here to keep us healthy. Our hormones are there to prevent cardiovascular disease, prevent immune compromise, prevent loss of bone, uh, prevent uh, atrophy of muscles and mm -hmm. prevent all the things that happen with aging. Our hormones can help certainly prevent or delay those things. And you can do it safely and you don't have to worry about breast cancer and, and heart attacks and strokes and things like that. You really, those are, as I said earlier, those are with Premarin and Provera combination, but that's not the only hormone combination available. It's just like they made a car. I think this, this car was uh, the Pinto. I don't oh, yeah. remember what it looks like, I but do. it was a bad car. And but that doesn't mean all cars were bad. Right. So they created Premarin and Provera. That was a bad combination of drugs. Doesn't mean all hormones are bad. That's how I look at it. And that's how I try to explain it to women. Don't be afraid of your hormones. God, thank you. That's such an important message. And one that all of my old lady girlfriends are really going <laughs> to appreciate hearing. Uh, yeah, for real. And, and, and that they will tell to their daughters and daughters-in-law. So, yes. and to their grandchildren, yes. love your hormones and let them exactly. tell you what you need to do to, to exactly. feel right and balanced. Right. This is such you know, a great lesson for all of us. It's great information. I just attended a conference virtually this past weekend that was outstanding and it talked it was about Alzheimer's and the fact that it is a disease of insulin resistance in the brain and how you can combat that how you can prevent it hormone therapy oh my can prevent that whole process oh my god it's just amazing. Of course, it takes into account nutrition and lifestyle. You have to do all of that. But hormones are going to be the driving force to prevent insulin resistance, to prevent the visceral fat weight gain or help to it to lose. Vis the visceral mm -hmm. fat increase is the 
fat that's in the the midsection mm -hmm. that's in and about the uh, surrounding i should say the abdominal organs that's the fat that's the hardest to lose and you really do have to change your lifestyle decrease your sugar intake and things like that but hormones will help that estradiol testosterone and progesterone for men it's primarily testosterone for women it's all three Gotta have for, all I three. I should say, right. Sure, for men, it's testosterone and estradiol. Meaning, I'm not saying that men have to take estradiol. When you're placed on testosterone, don't let them give you a, a medication to make your estradiol go away. You don't oh. want that because the estradiol is protective of cardiovascular disease. There it is. That's why women have a lesser rate of cardiovascular disease before menopause. But once they reach menopause, the rate of cardiovascular disease in women is the same as it is in men. Because menopause means what? Loss of hormones. Gosh. Well, I've known three, I've had three old lady girlfriends in the last five years have strokes and heart attacks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I know for a fact that they are not doing very much or we're not doing very, very much in the hormonal department. And so it just makes me wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's never too late to start hormone therapy mm -hmm. and it's never too late to you to um, prevent or affect a ch change in your risk for Alzheimer's because if you're, 65, you can start hormone therapy. Sure, sometimes we'll do it a little differently than we do it for someone who is 40 or 50, mm -hmm. but you can still experience the benefits. One of the earlier studies looking at Alzheimer's and, and hormones, it said there was a, a window in which you can prevent uh, Alzheimer's and you have to take hormones within 10 years of menopause and then take the hormone therapy for 10 years in order to get the protection. Well, subsequent studies have shown that that's not true. It can oh. happen at any time. Anytime you start hormones, any length of time that you take them, you can affect a change in your risk. Now, I'm not saying that's the only thing to do to prevent it. And sure, there are other contributing factors such as genetics and nutrition mm -hmm. and lifestyle behavior of course you have to have all of that in with it too so don't leave don't think that i'm saying hormones is the solution to everything just like i don't believe cannabis is the solution to everything you we all have to do our part and that's being careful with what we eat and what we put into our bodies and what we do with our bodies we need to nourish and nurture our bodies as well and nourish and nurture our minds, our emotions, our stress levels. We need to make sure that we're doing the stress relieving techniques and spending some time, you know, some people have spending some time meditating and, and some people have difficulty sitting and meditating. Yes. You can walk and meditate. Yes. Yes. You know, you, you can listen to music and meditate. You can play music and that's your meditation. Yes. I know when you see people who are gifted singers and they're up on the stage singing their hearts out, that's a meditation. Meditation yes. is connection to spirit. Yes. And that is their connection to spirit. So 
don't worry if you can't just sit and meditate. You can do it in many different ways. Many forms. Many different ways. Many forms. Drumming, using other musical instruments, just being one with the tree. Exactly. exactly. I I so love that you went there. This is the one thing that I I did not expect this. I did not expect scientists to teach me about spirituality. And that's what's happened. And I'm so grateful. You know, it's been. Well, you know, we are a spirit that has a soul that Mm -hmm. lives in a body. And you have to nourish and nurture all three in order to be well. So that's how I approach each patient, looking at each aspect. I'm not preaching any specific religion. I'm not, I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, have a connection Mm -hmm. with the higher power. That's Mm -hmm. all. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Love every day. Yes. It's, it's, and take a walk every day or do something physical every day. This is the part of the nourish and nurturing of our entire body system spirit soul and body it's wonderful wonderful it really is you give me goosebumps thanks for going there thank you thank you for I all i don't that you usually do. do that either my goodness it just it well came out. It, there it, it is out. the spirit speaks you know uh mm-hmm. the the teacher appears when the student listens so here we are oh you know some of the places where you can get education about cannabis uh, I don't think I finished that, but cannabisclinicians.org. Mm-hmm. Um, Project CBD is fantastic. Oh, isn't it wonderful? Fabulous website. Oh, fabulous website. Mm-hmm. Uh, healer.com. Another, <laughs> another fabulous yes. website. <laughs> Listening yeah. to can- Cannabivirum <laughs> with our lovely host. You'll get educated. Thank about you. Cannabis. I thought you were going to say the Conigma with yeah. <laughs> with Elena Goldberg and Dr. Cody Peterson. <laughs> well, that's a good one too. It, it is. Really it is. really is. It's, there are places to find legitimate uh, cannabis information, right? And there are places to find legitimate hormone information. Start with my website, and I'll refer you to other places as well. There's that's awesome. there's Lots of informa- good information out there for Indeed. you to ingest. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you need to. To make your to make yourself whole and balanced and feel wonderful. So absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I can't thank you enough. I really can't for spending so much Aww. time with us. You're wonderful. You're a wonderful doctor for me. I've been telling everybody for uh I don't know, at least a year and a half now about uh, about you and and uh, how you've helped me so and uh, are able to help so many others through all of the different programs that you have available and just spending time one-on-one. It's so meaningful and precious to all, all of us. So thank well, you so much. You're very welcome. Two more things. Just two mm, things I want to sure. say. Sure. No time limit. There are, there are two tests that I do. I offer to patients in my practice, mm-hmm. and one of them is a NutraVal test that is mainly an assessment of nutrients in five areas, the antioxidants, your B vitamins, digestive support, essential fatty acids, and minerals. It also tells you your toxic metal levels. 
That's a great test. And then wow. the other test is the GI effects test. And that test looks at your gut microbiome. Everything revolves around your gut. And when you say, I, I, I felt it in my gut, that's the brain gut connection. Yeah. There is a connection there. And your gut is so very important. Um, for example, people ask me about artificial sweeteners and, and stevia used to be my favorite, but when I started learning about the gut years ago, stevia disrupts the gut microbiome. It does, stevia is good in that it does not increase your blood sugar level like all the other sweeteners do, the aspartame, sucrose and Mm. uh, splenda, those types. There's a, right. But the, but stevia disrupts the gut microbiome and that affects serotonin, that affects, Mm. there's, there's several papers written about how variances in the gut microbiome lead to mental health illnesses. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, there, so the gut is really important. And this test will tell you what's going on in your gut and then we can fix that. And that has helped, oh my goodness, helped so many people. I had a patient who uh, did the test and we put her on some, some pre and probiotics and mm-hmm. a few other mm-hmm. uh, supplements. And she reached out to me three to four weeks later and said, my head cleared up. Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. That's what helping the gut can do to you. So those are another, uh, those are two other examples of services that we provide in uh, my practice. Well, it's fascinating science. It, it's yes. really fascinating and a lot it of is. fun to, uh, to go through with you as a patient, yes. I just might add, yes. you know, uh, because you learn so much. And then you, and then I have taken my body more seriously because of what I've learned. And I've so, watched you. yeah, I've watched you, learn I, you know, through I, the process. honestly, it's, it you works. You are a fabulous patient. <laughs> And because you did listen and you did, you absorbed it and you would come in the next visit and say, you know, yeah, I did this. And I did. Yeah. And it really helped. (laughs) I could see incrementally, you know, with each visit, I could see myself uh, lifting and uh, becoming more and more balanced so it it's it was truly a wonderful experience I am still enjoying because I've learned so much and will continue you know um, because I'm not getting any younger but I'm going to protect uh, the years that I have left to the best of my ability knowing and understanding women's uh, internal needs now you yes. know yes. and so and yes. and that's because I found you and so here we're talking telling everybody we can so that they we're can getting, take advantage of it too amen we're getting better as we age yeah we are in a very healthy way yeah that's what we want to do well I love being in yeah. this industry with you I certainly love being a fly on the wall to all the conferences that uh you know that uh, I get to see with mm-hmm. you when we're together mm-hmm. and it's it's just uh, fantastic i can't thank you enough oh thank you for inviting me thank you for uh, 
<laughs> continuing to invite me until mm -hmm. I finally, I, I sometimes, <clears throat> like anybody else, sometimes need that little encouragement. Um, oh, I think we all do. And whatnot. So it's, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. And I appreciate you being a patient. I yeah. really, really do. Special to I'm me too. I'm honored by that. I am yeah. too. Thanks for being here. All Goodbye, right. everybody. Take care. Take care. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Friends, I'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy, high-quality CBD products that are full-spectrum, whole plant, with all the natural compounds extracted from the plant for you to consume as nature provided. They just don't carry it in the dispensaries in my town. They push their own isolate brands, and that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products, and Dr. Dustin Sulak, a, a doctor of osteopath who created this line, is truly one of the greatest leaders in cannabis therapy walking the planet today giving his patients relief from their issues for many, many years with his Healer CBD products that can now be shipped to all 50 states. I use his acidic version of cannabidiol or CBDA. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet, but it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today and check out a savings that I can offer you in the link below. You've been listening to another Cannabis Truth Podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down below in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for your time today. I hope you found value and understanding through conversations you've listened to on this podcast, Pax of Obiscum. Oh, I hear the cows calling.